last year, I was sitting up at the Bowral Police Station after being arrested on the Adani railway line. I was waiting to be processed. I was sitting very politely in the waiting room and I was looking at the posters on the walls. There was clearly a campaign that had just been released because every single poster had a similar vibe. Every single poster showed a young person and an older person and in each image, the older person looked frightened. It was a campaign trying to raise awareness about elder abuse. Won't you come and tie my gown? I've seen endless love go down. An old man thinks he's still a lad. Sad songs never make me sad. The most prevalent form of elder abuse is emotional and psychological, followed by financial. Emotional abuse includes, for example, repeatedly telling an elderly person that they have dementia or threatening to move them into a residential care home, threatening to withdraw affection, treating them like a child. Older women are especially vulnerable to abuse from their families, but that I would. But that I would turn all her mother's pains and benefits to laughter and contempt that she may feel that she may feel how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child away, away, King Lear, but that I would turn all her mother's pains and benefits to laughter and contempt that she may feel, that she may feel how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child away, away. In today's reading, Jesus asks us to consider a mustard seed. When scattered on the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds of the earth, and when it is planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all plants, or so the story goes, and it produces such branches, he tells us, that all the birds in the sky are able to nest in its shade. When we think of what we hope for from one generation to the next, this image of the branches of the mustard tree which shield and protect the generation to come is a holy and hope-filled one. And yet when we look at what is happening to some older people in our society, we can see that we are in many cases and spaces a long, long, long way away from the beauty of this wild mustard tree. Yesterday was World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. The aim of this day is to highlight one of the worst manifestations of ageism and inequality in our society, elder abuse. Won't you come and tie my gown? I've seen endless love go down An old man thinks he's still a lad Sad songs never make me sad I'm not afraid of the dark anymore Earlier this week we heard also about the oldest refugee on Nauru A 63-year-old Afghani Hazara man called Ali Ali has advanced lung cancer and is dying. Doctors on Nauru have pleaded with the Australian border force to move this terminally ill man off the island for palliative care. Ali has a wife and children in Afghanistan. He has been recognised as a refugee. He has a well-founded fear of persecution under international law. He is legally owed protection by Australia. Let's not even get into the morality. Last week Jesus asked us who is my mother and who is my brother and then he gave us the answer all those who do the work of love these are my family. Ali 
is our family. His children in Afghanistan are our family and he is dying on our watch without adequate palliative care. I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. The mustard tree or shrub is actually a weed and weeds, as we all know, are unwanted. They're, they grow where they shouldn't, they get in the way, they cross borders without the necessary paperwork, they make a mess, horrible mess in the neat garden bed and they can take over. And so you can imagine the crowd all gathered around and Jesus says, what is the kingdom of God like? It's like a, a mustard seed, which a farmer planted in his garden and everyone would have been like, what? Like the kingdom of God is like a weed? Those who were listening would have heard these words as ridiculous. Nobody would knowingly plant a wild weed in their garden, let alone on their farm. So what else could Jesus be trying to tell us? Perhaps, perhaps he was trying to tell us that there are hints of divinity within everything. No matter how scorned or insignificant or small, hints of divinity that lie beneath and within the common and the everyday and hints that are just waiting to flourish where we least expect it. And maybe this, maybe this is why Jesus gives us workaday images to describe God's kingdom. He doesn't tell us it's like a castle in the sky or, or like a goddess dripping naked in gold with sapphires for eyes. No, it's, it's, like, it's like yeast and, and it's, it's like light. Light, it's like, a, it, it's like a mustard seed. All these things are wholly mundane. And yet by telling us that they hold within them the kingdom, he is also telling us that they are also wholly transcendent. And so that perhaps even those amongst us most despised and those most in the way, like Ali and those vulnerable older people who are experiencing abuse, maybe they too can contain within them the kingdom of God. And maybe within their frail and careworn arms, all the birds of the air could find a home. If only we would let them. Weeds can also remind us of the scrappy and the unruly and the vulnerable parts of ourselves. So we often don't treat them very well. We mow them down. The fact that we need posters telling us to not steal from our older people and not to intimidate and not to be cruel. Or that we will not give comfort to a dying man so far away from his home says to us that there is something seriously wrong in the way that we are living and caring for each other. Mary Howe writes in her poem, The Kingdom of Ordinary Time, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And that's the good news and the bad news, isn't it? And that's the good news and the bad news, isn't it? Won't you help me tie my gown? I've seen endless love go down. An old man thinks he's still a lad. 
Sad songs never make me sad, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore.